0: On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the
1: game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state
2: of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance... Is 18,815, our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood with the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores! Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. That Dumba off the bench. get In
1: front. And Douglas has won it for the Wild. Hit by Spurgeon. Puck comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota.
2: Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes.
0: Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast, everybody. My name is Dev. With me, as always, is my loquaciously attractive co-host,
2: Zooch. Zooch, how are you, my friend? Um, a little worse now because I think I need to pull up dictionary.com to look up what loquacious means. Uh, it means um, talkative
0: and one who is good with words. Uh, I, okay. I'm actually glad you asked because I, I chose that word in honor of the the uh, recently passed Norm MacDonald, uh, one of the funniest comedians to ever walk the planet. If you haven't, Seen any of his bits? Just go on Twitter and just like watch. You know, go on any comedian's Twitter page, and and they're yep. just retweeting all the best stuff. Um, so I was just, you know, when I was writing the show out, I uh, the news had just the news had just broken, so uh, I was in a mood. What can I say? There you go. Hey,
2: appreciate it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, R.I.P. to uh, one of the absolute legends of the game. Um, but yep. we're here. We're here today to uh, to talk some wild hockey. Uh, obviously, yes. um, it is still the offseason, but we are inching closer and closer and closer to the regular season. Um, as we're recording this, I believe we are exactly three weeks away from the regular season opener. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, it's sneaking up on was, us
2: fast. Yeah, that is, uh, that's very sneaky. We are 10 days away from a preseason wild hockey game. Yeah. So... So that season's um, coming up a lot faster than people uh, realize. Holy shit! Three weeks until yeah. we're watching wild hockey again. The what one to be alive. The
0: one good thing about the COVID season is that the hockey season went until July, which meant that yep. the off season is only like two and a half months long.
2: Yep. And the Twins suck, so this is a it's a win win for everybody. We God, can, we need it. We the Twins going The Vikings, suck. Going now. The Vikings well, might suck. They might suck, but let's give it a couple weeks before we. Start totally and the bikes suck
0: yeah i'm not <laughs> ready to, to be jump. like
2: those people no i'm, I'm, I'm not, not ready, ready
0: to jump to ship either that. um and uh you know we'll we'll the two of us will of course uh you can find our our vikings takes on uh on, on twitter and at uh, on twitter 10k the world's uh the greatest blog to ever do it until we're not um so yeah let's uh let's talk a little puck um we're just going to kind of breeze right past the fact that uh, Kirill Kaprizov still unsigned, but I mean, it's happening, right? Oh, yeah, like we signed. all know this. I'll be signed. Yeah. he's going to miss a day or two of. Uh, uh, he's. It's. it's looking like now he's going to miss a couple of days of uh, training camp, which, like, yes, that stinks, but whatever. Yeah, it um, does.
2: He'll be. I don't think. Uh, I don't think a little practice is going to matter too much for the thrill. He'll be fine, no. as long as he's signed and ready to go for. Uh, Who's our first game? jets that's the home game who's I the way
0: and the chicago is the it's opener An-
2: no, no 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 it's Anaheim. oh that's preseason yeah you're
0: right you're right
2: yeah i was, I was thinking preseason He'll, let's hope he's ready for anaheim and we can go beat the shit out of some california teams to start the year yeah right back to back i'm pretty sure it's a back-to-back against some california teams who look to be very shitty so
0: amen brother well i know why i had um Chicago on my mind is uh, this uh, this upcoming weekend is the prospect tournament. Uh, the prospect camp just started um, and it's going to culminate this weekend in two scrimmages with Chicago, which is why I was thinking yes. of them. Um, you know, we, we, we neither of us uh, are able to make it in and, and get credentialed passes to go see these practices. But from everything that we did see,
2: um, our boy Marco Rossi looks Excellent. He's confident. He skates very well, which was great to see. Yeah. Um, and that it's a practice. I'm not going to get up and start dancing because of, you know, a practice goal, but how he picked that puck off the ice and still got it up over the goalie shoulder shows that he's got some goal scoring promise too, Absolutely. which we knew, obviously knew taking him, but just seeing that in in actual, you know, with our own eyes and seeing him go against other prospects, it was, it was a good to see he looks good
0: absolutely So does Matthew
2: Boldy too Um, yeah I think they both make the team out of camp and I don't think anyone was questioning that I think more of the question was with Caden Addison or Kalen Addison Kalen yeah I think people
0: I think people were a little nervous about Rossi not making the team out of camp just because of the situation yep but I think you know, there still is a lot of hockey to be played before the decision yes. is ultimately made. But I think a lot of us can rest easy that uh, this kid looks yeah. like he's absolutely the real deal. And at 19, it would not surprise me if he's the most offensively gifted center in the the wild roster.
2: Yeah. And that's what that's kind of my next point. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, how does he not make the team? You look at her. They didn't go out and get a solidified number one center. So you got Ecker, that's probably going to slot into 1C or 2C. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how you sign him to a deal like that. He's not a top-two center. You got Freddie Goudreau, which sounds like he's going to be playing with Fiala. So, yeah, I mean, I, who knows? Does that, does Do that you, automatically I mean, slot
0: Goudreau right. into the two We'd spot? Like, and, then you're, and then you have Rask and Hartman yeah. as your 3-4?
2: I mean, we've talked about this. This lineup they're building is so versatile. All, these guys, the, these bottom six, they can play basically every. Ooh, these bottom six, they can play every position basically. So you got yeah. Hartman that can slide into a wing spot. He can slide up to a center if there's an injury. Yeah. In the Wild, that we, we, you know what? I I gotta
0: apologize too. We forgot our boy, uh, Nico Sturm. Warning.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. There, like I said, they. That's the thing that excites me about this Wild team. They have depth. It seems. They, yeah. they got a good, they got a good farm system coming up. They got some good prospects. I mean, even the Iowa wild, they supply us with a few guys that fill in on that fourth line and they do fine. They're, yeah, you know, as good as you can ask them to do coming up. And, and um, you know what, like, I'm glad you brought up the
0: Iowa wild too because this is the yeah. year that I think we're going to start to see a lot of those guys that we've seen down in Des Moines for, you know, two or three years that, that yep. might, might be able to make the leap. Your Brandon Duhaymes and your, uh, your Connor Doers. This might be the yep. year that, uh, you know, we see them start to compete for that 13th forward spot or hell, maybe yep. even a bottom six role.
2: And we're seeing that helps uh, having competitive. Uh, what's the where I'm looking for having competitive position battles. I know yeah. it's not quite like football, but it's still the same sense. Like they're all battling to be, you know, that, Guy that comes up when someone gets injured, they're all battling to be, you know, a one C, two C, three C. And that's what's good. Everybody's about even. They're going to mesh, they're going to compete, and that competitive level is going to be ready for the season. I have a, you know, that competitiveness is going to be up. And I mean, I'm excited for this wild team. I really, I really am. I think they got a lot of guys and, and, and they got younger too. So people, need to realize they're, they're not going to have these older guys on the back end of their team that people are saying are that are weighing them down.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So, the, um, the future is looking bright. And, um, yeah, speaking of futures, uh, the rest of this podcast is going to be dedicated to, uh, betting and gambling. Yes. Um, so big thanks to, uh, the 10 K, uh, betting sponsor partner, uh, better edge, um, Make sure to go check out Better Edge. That's B E T T O R E D G E, and uh, when you sign up, use promo code TEN K and get yourself a free five dollars where you can uh, start to gamble. And dude, there's nothing quite like betting on ha- betting on stuff with house money. Everybody always yeah. sits. Everybody always likes to sit down and say, you know, I I know this is this is how this game is going to go. Well, put your money where your fucking mouth is, and let's yep. do it. Um, so we uh, we have a special guest on uh courtesy of the Rundown, a front office sports property. His name is Doug. He'll be joining us here after the break. Uh stay tuned. Our next guest is a very special guest. He is the lead writer of the Go Rundown Gambling Newsletter, which is a daily newsletter with picks and analysis, and uh currently has a year-to-date record of 165, 155, and 10. Uh, he also co-hosts the Bet on Lacrosse podcast. He is the third Bostonian, but the first Badger to be joining us. Please welcome the latest Beantown Beauty to join the Wild Wildticks podcast, Doug Greenberg. Doug, how are you? I'm good,
1: Dev. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is awesome. That was a beautiful, beautiful intro. Um, wasn't <laughs> quite you. ready. First Badger, though. I'm surprised. Like, you guys, we, we used to have reciprocity with the University of Minnesota. So, like, it's a little yeah. surprising that, you know, we never, we never got any...
0: Wisconsin guys on here, but you know, honored to be the first. Yeah, of course. You know, it's a it's a prestige honor, and um, one of my absolute best friends in the world, uh, who is uh, Doug. Doug is our mutual friend. Wiggy um, is also a Badger, and I specifically pointed out that you're the first Badger to join because it's going to drive him mad that uh, I didn't have him on first.
1: That's true. <laughs> that, that is definitely something that would make him angry. So this this is re- I'm really happy that we've made this happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um well we wanted to have you on because the uh the nhl season's right around the corner uh we're only a couple of weeks away now and um i wanted to pick your gambling brain quite honestly uh i know that the uh the new the the rundown has been on a bit of a cold streak but uh up and up until uh very recently you were on a mega heater and i think yesterday you went what five and one
1: yeah. 5-1. Well, we went, we, we mostly like to, you know, the record that you said at the beginning, that's our main picks record. You know, those are the ones that we're really trying to get right all the time. Um, so we went three and zero on the main picks yesterday went two and one. And what we call the triple play just, I was saying we were talking about this in the pre-show just barely missed uh, our bold bet of the day, which was the draw in Real Madrid and enter zero, zero game going into the 89th minute. So you know, just, just miss that one. But yeah, no, I mean, we, you know, when you get into a new season, there's always going to be some bumps and bruises and obviously uh football season starting up didn't do us a whole lot of favors. So, um but you know, what? we're, we're working our way back. Um You know, we're still over, you know, that 51% mark trying to get back over that 52% mark that you're always looking for. So um yeah, you know, it, it's been pretty good. It's been a pretty good run overall though. So not, not upset about it, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, anytime that you're, anytime you're over 50%, I always like to say that, you know, a draw is a win and anytime that you're, anytime you're (laughs) over that 50% mark, like that's, that's, uh, that's very healthy, uh, especially for your wallet. So congratulations, my friend. Um, what all, so like for people that, uh, that are not subscribed to, to the rundown, um, can you give us like a 30 second synopsis of like what all you cover and what kind of the format is?
1: Sure. So, yeah. So um, the rundown is a daily newsletter. We run it Monday through Friday, Um, goes out five o'clock Eastern time, uh, right in time for you to, you know, look it over for an hour or two, put in your bets. Um, We do three main picks, basically just, you know, it can be literally anything Uh, we try to, you know, usually it's a spread or a money line or uh, over under or whatever. And then under that we got triple play, uh, which is a parlay, a prop, and a bold bet, which we do every time. Bold bet is always a plus money bet. Uh, we usually do something over plus one fifty. Um, so the percentages on that ones aren't great, but you know, if you hit it, it's great. Yeah, um, but your unit
0: your unit ratio is probably solid. Yes, exactly.
1: No, I, th- I I think it is. And then um and yeah and and then at the bottom, I just write a little thing called Degenerate Corner. It's just me kind of bsing, uh, doing a little bit of musing on uh, betting theory sometimes. And and yeah, you know, we keep it really loose. Uh, it's I think. I like to think it's a pretty good read. You know, I read it sometimes. Uh Yeah. And you know, <laughs> I love it.
0: Read your own work. Yeah, I read it. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, every
1: so often, but. <laughs> well, um, hey, I'll,
0: yeah. I'll pump your tires a little bit. I've been subscribed to the the rundown for probably about a year. And um, it's, it's one of my. We have been
1: existed for a year, but oh, I appreciate well, that. <laughs>
0: it's been early on then. I don't know. when did you start? Like I think
1: you've been subscribed since the beginning. We, we've actually been only doing. We, yeah, we've only been doing this uh, since March, so it's been about 6 months. March. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so, um, but no, man, I mean, I know you've been on for the beginning. You you email me sometimes uh, <laughs> to the Rundown
0: account, and I hear from you, so. I'm the fucking douchebag that's like, I don't like this pick. I didn't like this pin very much at all. And then, like, 90% of the time, uh, he's right and I was wrong. I'm like, well, but. Uh, in fairness, yeah, I mean sometimes. in fairness, uh the whole the whole bit started because uh of a thing that Zuch and I said on the podcast where we were saying, like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna um just pump the the Habs tires in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that paid out very well for us, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. it did for you as well. So we're yeah. not always total idiots, just mostly. Just <laughs> most of the time.
1: Yeah, man. The Habs were um it's what's interesting too is that before the season started I actually you know being in this space I saw some like you know what you would call maybe like sharp hockey betters. a lot of them were like hey watch out for the Montreal Canadiens like they they've got a really nice core there you know you don't know what they're going to do um and sure enough you know they made it to the Stanley Cup final they had zero chance against the Lightning last year but no you know, they didn't did make it there in fairness yeah no right, no, one, no, no one no one did no one did of course not
0: yeah well, um that was then and this is now. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about the future. Um what uh what's exciting you uh this upcoming this upcoming season for the uh the 2021-22 NHL season? Is there I mean, do you typically like to bet like season over/unders for teams? Do you prefer to do just like flyers on Stanley Cup runs? Like what's your like futures philosophy? Um so
1: the, the over unders <laughs> I always can cons- I, I, I'm always a little it's always a little tough for me because um, you know you got as opposed to other sports you have to bet on points for the NHL um, as opposed to betting on wins for other sports and frankly and this is probably some- something I should admit as a betting guy, but I'm just like not very good at math um, <laughs> so, so I'm always like well uh, I don't want to have to like convert how many th- wins I think they're gonna get how many right. points and then you have to factor in the loser point. And so I don't know. I don't generally do a whole lot of the, the points over-unders. Um, I do like trying to pick division winners uh, sometimes, you know, uh, depending on the division. You know, there's there's definitely some interesting things going on this year, um, especially. And, and then obviously, you know, the, the big factor going on this year is the Kraken is the joining the league. Um, and that is... It's, it's so fascinating to me. That's definitely one thing while I was starting to do my research research is that the Kraken people are just like very high on the Kraken or the books are very high on the Kraken, or they're at least trying to, you know, maintain this facade that this, that they're high on the Kraken because, um, you know, if you look at, I'm looking at odds right now, they are, they have the third best odds to win the Pacific division right now. They, to make the playoffs, you um, they're the yes is minus 150 for them, the no is plus one thirty. So yeah, they're they're the no to make the playoffs for the Kraken is, is the underdog pick right now.
0: In fairness, and the Pacific blows.
1: Yes, one hundred percent And
0: then yeah, you're you're basically betting that they're gonna be better than one of Edmonton or Vancouver.
1: Yeah, I mean exactly. And that's the whole and that's what I was starting to realize as I was looking at this, because I the, that was the first thing that caught my eye, is I was just like, whoa, like. The the no bet to make the Kraken for the Kraken to make the playoffs was the underdog, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm gonna like throw all my money on this." And then I took a step back and I was like, "Okay, but the Pacific Division is really terrible. Like, it's so so bad." Um, between, I mean, obviously Vegas is amazing, and then Edmonton, I mean, should be great, but they can never. Even if they're not great, out.
0: Connor McDavid will drag that corpse of a team to the
1: playoffs. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, the Oilers are going to make the playoffs. I, I, you know, it seems, it seems like Vegas is just going to win the, just going to probably win the Pacific yeah, there, it's
2: That's the one two in that division. It's Vegas, yeah. Edmonton for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I agree. And then, and then, yeah. And then it's just, you know, if you want to talk about chances to make the playoffs, it's the fight for that third spot between, you know, Calgary, Vancouver. I going into last season, I was pretty high on Vancouver and that was obviously a massive <laughs> bad misjudgment. Bad Absolutely massive misjudgment. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I've always I always see them as having potential. Um, I'm a big fan of Elias Pettersson. Um, yeah, and yeah, really so good. he he's the kind of guy who can really you know uh, drag a team. He didn't have an unbelievable year last year, but well, and, then, he, and then he yeah, had like a at,
0: weird, mysterious like knee or hand injury. Yeah. Or something. it was like a weird like minor. He's injury. dealing with something.
1: Exactly. So, so he wasn't, and that's the thing is, and if he's completely there, then I, I love Vancouver. I, I like Vancouver a lot better um and and yeah i mean if you look at seattle's roster that's the thing is like i think another reason if i had to guess why the books are kind of high on seattle this year is that um is probably just riding the vegas high from a few years ago right because i have a you know, slightly different theory but yeah okay well i mean my my idea is just that because you know what we saw with vegas when they in their expansion year um yeah obviously they made a humongous run that and that was an that unprecedented was, run. Unprecedented, un- completely unprecedented, and I just I look at Seattle's roster and I don't and I and I and that was the thing is like and I can say this you know obviously the benefit of hindsight and whatever but when I looked at Vegas's roster when it first came out there was a couple guys on that roster where I was like yo how did they let them get this guy like how did they yep. let them get John how did they let them get Jonathan Marcius like how did they let yep. them get Mostly like, how, what did the Panthers do? Because the Panthers, I'm pretty sure, gave them Riley
0: Smith too. Yeah, and let's let's focus yeah. on how bad the they Panthers wanted, were and nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, wild, the
2: Wild definitely didn't give up on a future.
0: Yeah, god damn like it, Serge. turned out to be
2: really good. <laughs> definitely didn't
1: happen. De- no. definitely, definitely not. So no, we don't have to address that. But no, I mean, that was the thing is like I and and that's and I look at Seattle's roster now, and I don't feel the same way. I think they're they did a pretty good job drafting on defense. I think they did a yeah. good job. And and grabbing Philip Grubauer was a really good move. Yeah, um, I'm a big. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of uh, Chris Drieger, uh, Drieger. I don't know how it's pronounced. Drieger, yeah. But Dreger, yeah. So it's I'm really a big. So defense. I think they did a really good job, and I think that was a good idea to build up on defense first. So that's oh, yeah. yeah,
0: that's actually where my theory is as to why the books are so high on them. Yes. Um, they're built to win like one nothing two one games. They're yep. like they're absolutely the whole team. The whole philosophy is built on minimizing goal variance. And if they can get like any sort of scoring from their really shitty forward group, um, or like, you know, if um, uh, Yanni Gord winds up being like a stud, which like he's really fucking good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, like I if know. he winds up being like a legit like horse one C um, and I think he's missing the first like two months of the season Yep, with a uh, broken wrist or something, but like, if yeah, he I don't winds know up- who's
2: going to score. I don't know I, who's going to resides him. Score for them. But if yeah.
0: they but that's the thing. If they're winning every game 2-1, 1-2, or every game is is decided by a goal, I think you kind of have to like their chances because they're really, really good in net and they're not they're good enough on the blue line that they're not going to give up too many chances. And their goalies, their 1A, 1B is, you know, a, a Vezina finalist and a uh you know whatever dreger is, who was the the second best goal. Well, he was the best goalie on a talented Florida Panthers team until Spencer Knight came along.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I'm still I'm I'm a Wild fan, you know. And as are you, Dev. So you kind of know scoring goals are important, a important. to ones, which that gives me a little hope for them. So it's like, yeah, they can probably make the playoffs. Well, Honestly, think about, that's
0: that's exactly I, my point. Like though, think no about, bad. think
2: about how many, I, I how many of really those like, like that, ridiculous
0: no no wild bad. teams
2: that couldn't score
0: made the playoffs.
2: Well, No, the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, there's yeah. a chance, but in your first year in the league, that team doesn't have the forwards, the wild had <laughs> like no. Grandlin, Parisi, uh, Niederreiter. I mean, come on, man. They don't have any, <laughs> anyone like that. It's yeah. Just, and, I, th- they don't have a great forward core. That's the one issue I have with that team. That's why I think the no... Is the smarter bet? They're not going to win every game two one. I mean, it just doesn't happen that way,
1: right? I mean, and even those wild
2: teams scored three, four goals a game. Yeah, (laughs) like it's.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, and I mean, I think the one thing you got to, and this is like how you have to think about a lot of futures is you have to think about like every possible scenario, or really in every, you got to think about like every possible scenario. And when you look at the Pacific Division, you're like, okay, Vegas is going to win the division most likely. Edmonton yep. is most likely going to come second in the division, you know, maybe they'll get third, but they're going to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's Mc- a top, be top to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: so then it's like, and then you just gotta be like, who's going to fill that third spot. And, yeah. and, and there are six teams in this division besides the two that we, the first two that we named and they're all just really, really bad. Like yeah. there's, Kings like, could you be know, sneaky. <laughs> Seattle, Kings. Calgary,
0: Vancouver, San Jose, LA, Anaheim. Uh, San, San Jose I'm, is going to be trashed. They've all but admitted yep. that they're tanking. San,
1: San Jose is going to be really bad, especially, I mean, especially with Hannah this whole Evander Kane thing, which we don't need to get into the Evander Kane thing, but like. No, we're
0: talking about fun gambling, not the kind of life yeah. ruining gambling.
1: Right, exactly. It, but, um, I mean, yeah. LA's just, and a then, sleeper
2: team. I'm just going to throw that out there. LA's I don't disagree same. with that at all. I think they, LA can be really good. Some people. Yep. I like I, I'm also a
1: huge, I'm a huge fan of Quentin Byfield, and Me we too. can get to this in a little bit. Um, Like. This year's rookie, or you just, I don't know, I'll just throw it in. We can skip Let's it or not, it. but anyway, the uh, the Calder, the Calder potential Calder class this year is just like unbelievable. Yeah, because yeah. it's you know it's all the U.S. developmental guys, and um, it's it's. I was looking over the Calder, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll take Quinton Byfield, and I'm like, oh wait, he has the seventh best odds because there's Cole Caulfield, yeah. Trevor Ziegris, Spencer Knight. Um, you know, all these guys like it's just absurd. I mean, I do like Quentin Byfield at, at twelve to one, which your and your guy, which I don't know how to pronounce his name right. Is it Marco? Is it? Ro- it's not Rossi. Marco it's Rossi. Marco Rossi. Gonna say, oh, it is Rossi. Rossi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wiki pronounced it some some other way the other day. Um, but no, Marco Rossi has the same odds as Quentin Byfield to win the Calder right now, both at twelve to one. Hmm. Um, which I don't hate. I mean, I you know, am, Cole, Cole, I'm Cole interested Caulfield in that. Yeah, I mean Cole Caulfield is. You know, obviously, I love Cole Caulfield as a Wisconsin guy, but at, at plus 225, I'm not about to take him when you can get value on guys like zegris or Spencer yeah. Knight. See, I saw um, I saw
0: Caulfield as low as, as plus as 150. And I was like, I don't really want to touch that.
1: Yeah, that's um, not an, you're not getting enough value there. It feels like, like, like recency
0: just, bias for that unreal Stanley Cup run.
1: Exactly. Yep. And, you know, that's completely fair. I mean, it's deserved. He was amazing, but it was. Um, but no, I mean I'm a huge fan of Quentin Byfield, and I, you know, I've heard a lot of really good rumblings about Rossi, um, you know, for for you guys with your slant on this podcast. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that, so I sorry I got off track no, there. No, because no, we were no. Talking about, the, they were talking about the Kings. The Kings, I think. Any and, and, and all and the, and Rossi is good here. And the thing is, too, Ducks like, too. Yeah, yeah. I I think that it's not that I think that one of those teams is necessarily going to get that third spot, but I think they can make yeah. life difficult enough for seattle that that seattle's not necessarily going to get it either and then it's just a matter of well do you think you could they can win the wild card and then i look and then you're like well then look at the central division and the central division is really good
2: and yeah i think they got five playoff teams in the central <laughs> and that's just so. yeah, my, so they're gonna have five uh, you just it's, it's gonna be a fact it's gonna yeah, be right. five and three like it typically is i mean yep. exactly it's, it's what it basically is every year
1: Right. It's because been every The, Pacific, the Pacific's a not decade. sending, right. Cause yeah. the Pacific's not going to have anyone good enough to get into no. the wild card. So you have to basically get that third spot. Yep. So that third yeah. spot's key. Right. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I need to dig into it a little bit more, but I'm thinking I might grab that Seattle no to make the playoffs, like throw a yeah. little bit on that just cause, yeah. cause I'm just, I think the chances are good enough that they won't be able to get that third spot. And that's all you're betting on is like, can yep. they get the third spot? So. You know that's that's one thing I'm looking it's, at. I guess they're
2: definitely not going to make a Vegas run. They don't have the scoring right. for that, unless they somehow exactly. just spawn a bunch of goal scorers. They just don't have the scoring. My, my only no way
0: they're that magical. You you yeah. guys are talking me into this. My only thought is that they still have a decent amount of cap space, and they might be able to weaponize that to add a, a score if they find themselves in, in contention. A position. Yes. Yeah, right. in a position. It'll, 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 is, yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know yeah.
2: if they go all in on year one, though. Dude. I don't they know if they all go all in, in, but if they I can add, if yeah. they
0: add, if they add a shitty contract and then also get like a young, you know, goal scorer, um, they they can absorb that for a year or two. True. I don't know if that's going on. Yeah. There's a way that you can do it while still while going, you know, com- competing for that third spot, but not necessarily going all in. You don't want to. Yeah. Like if they give up assets at the deadline, that's fucking dumb.
2: But, that's what I mean. I, what but players if, are if they weaponize that cap that space, player. that's what I'm talking about.
1: I mean, yeah. And, and the other thing I'll say, too, is that they – the one thing that did characterize uh, Vegas's run is that they found some diamonds in the rough, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't oh, yeah. just, like, Marsha saw who everybody was like, wait, why the hell did they yeah, get no, they, Marsha they, saw? Nobody thought Wild um, Bill would be a 40-goal scorer. That's, it's exactly who I was thinking of. Yeah, like, William Carlson was – nobody when they got him they're like all right great he's just like some throwaway player and then he if he gets to get 22
0: goals for so, happy
1: yeah exactly and then he was incredible <laughs> and he got for them. like and, 46 and and who knows <laughs> yeah. like maybe maybe there's somebody on this seattle roster that's like suddenly going to be incredible i mean i'm not completely counting on it but um because they're not they're not even very that they're not even
0: really that young with the forwards either like that's no. so weird no. they have a lot of old guys that's that's what is concerning and, to me is the and age. i think uh
2: Giordano, Giordano, Donner- Gio I can't say his name, dude. Giordano, Giordano, his his best years are behind him for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, He's I like mean- 38. <laughs> of course, his best years are behind him. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's not like we're we're praising the defenseman, saying like, "Oh, wow, yeah, that's a great." It, it very easily could not be a good defensive core. Who knows? We might learn that Carson Susi benefited playing behind a bunch of amazing defensemen. So he just you know all you yeah. to do is kind of play his role. Now he's going to yeah. be playing top four minutes. I mean, I, I don't know, man. We'll that's see. A, I just feel like point. it's, it's in it. It's an expansion team. They never are. They really are right. never good. It's yeah, so unprecedented. That should never happens.
1: I think Vegas like, like kind of brainwashed everybody because, yeah. <laughs> because now like everybody, because now everybody looks at Vegas and they're like, well, Vegas has never been bad. And right. like, you know, they've been competing for the Stanley cup
0: every year of their existence. So people forget about us in and Columbus and, and how we made the playoffs once in our first ten years.
1: And yeah, and like Florida and you know, all these all the expansion teams were terrible up until Vegas. Yeah. You know. So I don't think any of them even made the playoffs. Uh, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't call them. Not their that, first but- year. Yeah. No, not the, first, not the year. first
0: year. Absolutely not. No. Vegas is yep. the first expansion team. I mean, like, you know, maybe like when the Oilers got added and they, were, they went the team, you know, the NHL went from 12 to 16, maybe they made the playoffs that year, but I, mm. in the, the modern expansion era, they, there has not been a uh, first year playoff uh, run except for Vegas. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's a good way to a uh, good reminder that they're the exception and not the rule. Totally yeah with with all that being said let's uh let's move on to some some actual picks uh the three of us are going to uh to take this time to to make a couple of like actual like locks real picks and then also throw in a couple of sleepers and uh we will reassess in a couple of months and by a couple of months i mean like nine months and uh and see how we did Zuch, why don't you start us off what's uh what's your first lock as far as futures go this year
2: um, this is my most confident pick. It is the Avalanche to win the Central Division, and I mean it's no secret they're by far the most talented team in this division. Um, a solid Central Division. I'll get, uh, It's a solid division. You got Arizona scraping the bottom of the barrel, which I'll touch on next. But yeah, it's. Yeah, there's no other team that's going to compete with them no, in the division. So I, and, I agree. And the money got- is minus two thirty-eight so throw some money Mm -hmm. on it don't be yeah i mean not the wild not
1: the wild though
2: oh not the wild no well we'll get there i know i i don't know i will get there trust me i I will give something for the wild fans later and i just don't see them winning the central in the regular season let's just say i think the wild are more primed for a playoff run than they are to winning the division
0: all right Mm -hmm. i like i like where your heads at doug what's uh what's your first pick here
1: all right, so I was alluding to it already, um, but I'll say uh, the Kraken not to make the playoffs. Like I said, I think the public is just getting kind of a boner for the for the Kraken, especially after what happened with Vegas a few years ago. But um, Vegas was way better offensively than Seattle's going to be. Um, Seattle, you know, we we've alluded to the fact that Seattle's defense—they're defensively very solid, but. You know, Giordano might break down. Um, obviously, Philip Grubauer was a good pickup, but there's only so much he can do. Um, you know, I think that I think the books know that everybody wants to bet on the Kraken to make the playoffs or they want to bet on them to win a lot of games. But and, and, and again, also, they're, you know, and they're in a crappy division. So it also makes sense. But I think that the, the rest of the league teams in the league are going to beat up on them enough when they play them, you know, the time the couple times a year that they play them. And I think that there's a couple of surprise teams in this division, which I'll get to, um, that could make life difficult for the Kraken. Uh, So I'm going to say they don't make the playoffs. That's priced at plus 130 right now.
0: All right. Um, I dig it, uh, especially for plus money. Um, You guys, the two of you have kind of worn me down and and, and talked me into it. Um, So I'm, I'm considering that one now uh i'm actually going to move out east uh for for my pick uh to the the homeland of my uh beloved wife uh and i'm going to go with the new jersey devils over 89 and a half points um uh this upcoming season at uh at minus 115 that's uh that's something i feel pretty confident in uh 90 90 points is not a huge ask in what i believe will be a very competitive division um you know, I I think that the majority of that division is pretty strong. And so I think that they're going to be kind of beaten up on each other. And I think most of the teams are going to wind up in that like high or that like low 90s range. Um, I do think that the Devils are in the, the top half of uh, the top five of that division, at least maybe not the top half, but the top five. Um, I think they're good. They uh, and, and we've said it for a couple of years in a row now of, you know, this is the year that the Devils make the next step. But I really think that uh, third time is the charm now. You know, Nico Heshire is the uh, the captain. You've got the Hughes brothers. Uh, you went out and dropped nine something million dollars uh, on, on Dougie Hamilton. They made a couple of other free agent moves that were you know fun and exciting. Um, I think that they build off of the success that they found towards the end of last year. And, uh, and, and, and they do their best to beat up on teams that are outside of their division. Cause I, I would say that that's probably the strongest division. Um, so they're going to, all of those teams, I think will fare well in uh, interdivisional play. So yeah, I'm going to say devils uh, over 89 and a half points uh, on the season for uh, minus 115. minus one fifteen. zoots. What's your, uh, what's your next, next uh, pick here.
2: All right. My second one is under 68 points for the Arizona Coyotes. (laughs) It's a very bad team that basically said to the league, hey, if you got a horrible contract, we'll take it on because we're tanking for a good draft spot. And that's basically their mentality for the upcoming season. I don't really think they kept any productive player from last season. They might have kept two. Phil Kessel, and I'm blanking on the Jacob Chitrin. Chitren. I'm horrible at names, but yes, those two are about the only two productive players they kept on their roster. They traded everyone else away. They took on bad contracts. Um, they got rid of their starting goaltender and backup goaltender. <laughs> they lost both. They just said, okay, true. we'll roll with whoever we got. And they're going to be biblically bad, playing against a very strong central division, night in night out i mean it's it's not gonna look good for that team i also i don't want to
0: add too much salt in the wound um but i think you're right because uh for the first time that i can remember an arena has basically kicked the team out of uh of their home and they said hey get out of here you fucking losers we don't want your we don't (laughs) want your money
2: (laughs) scoot get the fuck out of here here.
0: (laughs) so i like that um yeah, at first glance, under 68 is absurd, but they really do have a, a chance to be historically bad. Well,
2: it's biblically bad. I mean, 60, I'm sorry. 60, 68 <laughs> points isn't even the – dude, 68 points is still right around, what, 30 wins? I mean, right yeah. around there? Yeah, 30, 30, I, I just 30-ish no win team. There is no way that team wins 30 games. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. <laughs> Right. I won't sniff 30. They, they, they might sniff 15, maybe. Sure. <laughs> Doug, what bad. you got
0: for, uh, for your next pick here? Um, All
1: right. I'm going to keep it in the Pacific division. Like I said, I think there are some teams that could make some noise in that division. And we're looking at plus money here on an over under on the points prop. So I'm going to go with the LA Kings uh, over 83 and a half. Um, You know, this is a team that first of all, towards the end of last year, they started to look a lot better. Um, they were really, really terrible the first half of the year. And then they actually started to look up a little bit, uh, in the second half of the year, um, you know, starts in goal. I I think Cal Peterson is really, really good. Um, he's still got Jonathan quick kind of there mentoring, mentoring him, but, um, you know, he's going to be a really, really good player. Um, getting Victor Arvidsson in the apps in the off season was a really nice pickup for them. Um, and I've alluded to this already as well, but I'm a huge fan of Quinton Byfield. Um, you know, he's, I think he's a guy who's going to be really, really good. I think and we're going to, I'm going to try to do this name again. Uh, Andreas, I, I'm, I'm and going to, 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 to see you, you. onto the, see you, happy, yeah. to see you. Happy, you to see
0: happy to see you happy. You just say happy to
1: see you. Happy to see you. I don't think so. I think he's when, when he got added to the Kings, I thought that was a really, really good addition for them. Uh, he didn't have enough to do last year, but right now he's projected to be on a line with Byfield, And I think they can work really, really well together. Um, so yeah, and, and this is a, again, this is a really bad division. Um, they're probably going to beat up on some of the other teams in this division. So yeah, I'll look at the Kings, uh, over 83 and a half points, uh,
0: plus 100. I like that, especially at plus 100. I I'm with you. I think that the Kings are going to be pretty good. Um, a Mm. team that I do not think is going to be very good is the Washington Capitals, which is why I am taking them. Uh, at minus 110 under 95 and a half points. Um, obviously, Alexander Ovechkin is incredible. Um, I do believe that he has a very, very real chance to uh, break the, the Gretzky goal record. I really do think that that could, could happen. But I look at the rest of the team, and they are just primed for a implosion of just catastrophic proportions. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov can't stop doing cocaine. Um, the every other forward on that team that's not named Ovi just like is falling apart. Like we know that the Russian machine never breaks, but every other machine is breaking. Um, <laughs> I, I just I feel like we're they're a two a bad two week stretch away, which every team has, but they're a bad two weeks away from just completely imploding and falling apart and in a very competitive Metro division. I don't know. I don't, I just, I can't see a way where they get to 96 points. Like that's a, that's a, that's a above 500 team in a, what I would say is the strongest division in, in the NHL this year. I, I just don't see it happening. I, I could be wrong, but I really don't see it happening. So for minus minus one ten, let me hammer that under 95 and a half
2: points. Yeah. And in the same breath, Uh, Carolina is my next pick, and I'm predicting they're going under 96 points. And that's minus 108. So, I mean, almost even money, not quite. But I just don't think they've done enough to maintain elite status. So, you basically let go of your best defender. You don't even try to get him back. You let go of your, you know, Calder finalist, young goaltender, who looks to be very good. And then and replace him with fucking re- Freddie yeah. Anderson. <laughs> yep. And his replacement is just fucking dog shit. So Ugh. that's not a good replacement. His replacement is at the guy all. that
0: you specifically beat with a goddamn right. Zamboni driver
2: yep. in that. Yep. So they say, yeah, let's uh let's replace let's replace him with Freddie Anderson. Let's replace Dougie Hamilton with Tony D'Angelo, who was punching Oof. his goaltender in the face and getting his ass beat by teammates in New York. And on the cherry on top, let's offer sheet a player who is getting healthy scratch in the Stanley Cup playoffs for $6.1 million. All because they offer sheeted Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, because it's Sebastian Ajo. These two are not in the same breath. You got a 23-year-old who has taken, what was he taken third in the draft, I believe. He might be 21. Is yeah, he's 21. He's young. He's young as shit. But still, it's not even the same player. They offer sheet at Sebastian because this guy is a stud and they knew he was going to be a stud. You're offer sheeting someone who was getting healthy scratch in the Stanley Cup playoffs. got to be petty, man. I
0: respect the pettiness. I actually did like that move. From a hockey sense, because I think Kakit has potential to be really, really good. Oh,
2: he's got potential, yes. I, I 100% agree. At $6.1 $1 million? A,
0: no, absolutely not. But
2: at, at six point one mil, on top of it, you gave up a first to a third pick. I mean, for, for really, why? I, I, I,
0: I don't. See my theory, and I don't think I'm alone in this theory, my theory is that they have a backdoor, uh, like an under the table agreement for a four or five year extension. Uh, once yeah. he's once yep. he's eligible to sign those at a lower number than six point one, I think it's going to be in like the high threes to mid fours. Um, but I I don't have any sources on that. That's just that's just kind of right. a theory.
2: Well, I mean, in that they're going to have to do that because I'm sorry, that that's a bad sign. I really don't see how that improves a team that was a was a cup. I mean, they were a cup contender last yeah, year, and they they definitely they were, got worse. They were I definitely agree. so they got worse and ninety six points in a tough, tough division, it, it's going to be tough to reach. So I'm going under and it's minus 108 So not bad money on that. <laughs> and I, I could see it happening very easily.
0: I can dig it. I can dig it. You nice. Doug, what you got for your, uh, your last one here. All right. So this will be kind of
1: like a transition into the, um, what do you want to call it? The, the sleeper picks, right? So we're going to yeah. go bigger, bigger plus money here. But he's still the second that we're looking at a player award. Specifically, we're looking at the Calder trophy. And I'm looking at the guy with the second best odds right now. His name is Trevor Zegers. Ever heard of him? Uh, Trevor uh. Zegers, plus 500 to win the Calder. Um, this guy is Unbelievable. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched him. Pl- I mean, yep. I'm sure. You, yes, I know you watched him play last year. Those, we watched him play
0: <laughs> eight times in person last year. I Did you? also
2: watched him play in the, uh, Is it, I don't think it's World Junior. It's that tournament they play. The one in all December. The young- yes, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was,
0: he's, he's a stud. This, this a guy
2: is
1: absolutely sick. And, yeah. and the thing is, like, Cole Caulfield is the favorite. And again, I love Cole Coffey. He's a Wisconsin guy, obviously. So I love him. But he's the favorite because he showed out in prime time in the playoffs. So everyone's like, all right, well, of course, this guy's going to win rookie of the year. Trevor Zegers right. is so unbelievably nasty. Like, he, everywhere he's gone, he has been so, so good. Um, again, I can't believe I'm still in the Pacific Division. But the Pacific <laughs> Division is has some teams that are going to just get absolutely made look. He's going to make some teams look absolutely silly um with his ability um he's going to be the star on that on that ducks team that is not going to have a whole lot to look forward to um so i'm definitely i'm looking at trevor zegris plus 500 to win the calder um dude's dude is unbelievable
2: yeah no it's and he i mean he, he showed splashes last year he, yeah. he, against the wild pers- i'm just going up the, the games i saw him play for the wild he didn't finish you know But he was making some plays where you're like, okay, I mean that that's pretty solid. He didn't put the yeah, and he was doing that. Yeah, yeah, it was a one out of nineteen. I
1: I can't remember. I I can't remember who. I can't remember who was against. But there was like one goal he almost scored where I would have like, yo, this goalie has to quit. Like he absolutely embarrassed the hell out of this guy. He didn't end up scoring it, but I think he like hit it off the crossbar or something. But it was oh, where he like
0: he he uh, he he lured the goalie like two feet out of the crease. And then goes top titty like, and, and, and yeah. bar out basically.
1: Yeah. He like, oh, almost was Arizona. He, I remember he, that game. He almost ended this goalie's life. It was like, auntie Ranta. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was incredible. He, if, he if did, I remember he did something against the rookie too. That was just, but anyway, like it's just a long winded way of saying like, this guy is amazing. And yeah. he's going to, this is his first full year, his first full season in the league. Um, you know, and he's not even the favorite to win the to win the trophy right now. So, yeah, I, I'm looking at Trevor Zegers to win the Calder.
0: I like it. Plus five hundred is decent yeah. money. Um, yeah, it's not bad. No, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I can dig it. Um, I I know that uh, I know that you know Doug, you and I have, have talked a little bit about betting on the Calder before. Uh, I am I make it no secret that I want a shitload of money. Betting uh, Kirill Kaprizov oh, plus uh, 900 to win the Calder last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I made I mean, – got back
2: at that, I should have thrown at least I,
0: – I, I was, I I was telling them – I wish Dev, I didn't bet more. <laughs> I was telling them <laughs> yeah. before the
1: show, I – this will be my biggest betting regret of my entire life was not throwing all of my money on, um, on Kirill to win the Calder last yeah. year because yeah, I wow. – Because the thing in hindsight, it was so obvious. Like he, he was one of the best players in the KHL playing with grown (laughs) ass men. Yeah. He was, he was one of the best players in that league. He was, you know, he was the best player. He was the best player player in the KHL. So he came over and he had (laughs) rookie qualification. And I think I maybe thought of it for a split second last off season. I was like, Oh, that'd be interesting. But then I kind of forgot about it and I, I will be I, got, I will be kicking myself to the end of time for not yeah. taking for not taking that one because oh my god, i would
2: have thrown i would have thrown oh my god ludicrous amount of fucking money on that guy winning the calder It I, was plus 900 i i, yeah, I 900. did throw god. i
0: did throw a substantial amount of money on it and i hit it obviously um I only wish that I had placed more, but I was afraid that the uh, the like media bias for New York was going to push Alexi uh, Alexi Lafrenia because he was Lafrenier. like he was like plus one seventy five or something like that, and I was like, eh, I don't know if he's already that heavily favored. I don't know if I want to bet on a mid market team in Minnesota uh, overtaking that. So I I I pussied out and only bet ten times my usual bet instead of like fifty times. Yeah. um <laughs> so yeah anyway uh i do i uh take that segue to i have a uh i have a a player award as well um uh for my final pick uh obviously it's not a definitive lock because no no anything short of Connor mcdavid to win the art ross is not really a lock which uh <laughs> you can still get for plus money uh right yeah. now which is hilarious um but i'm gonna go with kale mccarr to win the Norris, um, Zuch has mentioned many, many times that uh, the Colorado Avalanche are an elite team. Kale McCarr is obviously the best uh, blue liner on that team. He is unbelievable, and at plus four hundred, he's got the best. Uh, he's got he's the favorite to win the call uh, to, to win the Norris, um, and really the only competition I can see for him is Adam Fox and the Rangers. Yep. Um, yep. And so with that. I think it's going to come down to which team is a little bit better. And that's obviously the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. no disrespect yep. to the Rangers, but like the Avalanche are much better are going to have a lot more points, uh, both like individually and team points. So for that, I'm going to uh, throw a little bit, of, a little bit of change on uh Kayla with the Norris at plus 400. Um, both
2: both him and Adam Fox will be seeing, you know, solid teams in their divisions week in week out. So, I mean, those yeah. two are the smart top two choices.
1: Totally. And what I will say too, as it relates to that though, is last year um, when it was, it was basically between Victor Hedman and Adam Fox by the end of the year. And yeah. yep. Adam Fox was just better in every single way. And, yep. and, and, but you know, people were saying like, well, Victor Hedman, he's probably going to win it. Right. I'm like, and 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 that was the bias coming in right like people were just saying like well it's probably going to be adam H- or victor hedman and we know the potential of cali mccarr too and i think oh, fuck you know the basically, McCarr basically was,
0: just... Kale mccarr missed like three weeks of the season and finished third
1: yeah and yeah. that's the thing is like it might and it just shows but uh, but it actually speaks to your point which is that i think if if adam fox and cali mccarr are like as evenly matched this year as we think they're going to be then yes you're right it'll probably go to mccarr um because of the because of the big market bias or, or because of the the team bias right the team um, bias, yeah yeah the only thing I was looking up with Adam Fox was he's the youngest person I have to drop this in as a Bruins fan he's the <laughs> he was the youngest guy to win the Norris since Bobby Orr and after Bobby Orr won his first uh Norris he went on to win five straight so um that's definitely know,
0: possible it, you know so I, I mean too. I love Adam
1: Fox but I but I definitely understand you know, why Makar is the favorite. And, and like I he's said, a, if it's, he's a and very if and very if they're right there too. and if they're right there with each other, then it's probably going to Makar. I, I can yeah. really agree with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to a couple of uh, sleepers. Um, let's just kind of in the, the interest of, of uh, just kind of getting through them, um, just drop all of the sleepers that you got all at once. So Zuch, why don't you kick us off? What are, yeah. what are some sleepers? That, uh be, You're looking at
2: before, here before I get to my sleepers. Great minds think alike because I didn't even have to say it to you. I was gonna lean into saying, Hey, let's just give the sleepers all at once because mine tie together anyway. And <laughs> he comes out and he says it anyway. So I love it. I love Dude, it. that's that's the, um, the,
1: the co host synergy. So well, we've been exactly. doing this for what yep. seven hey, months now. Yeah, let's hey, go. They did, go. Say,
2: hey, they, did, they did say it took about 10 to 18 episodes in that range to really. I think we're hitting our uh, we're hitting our stride there, Dev. So (laughs) Okay. First sleeper, Chicago Blackhawks over ninety-one and a half points. I think that's really low for them this season. And it's minus one thirteen again. You're getting close to even money. And I realize that I'm a Minnesota fan. I should not be hyping the Blackhawks up yeah but no listen, fuck those guys they, listen if you're, you're, you're and,
0: obviously listening to this as a podcast so you can't see the right. look of incredulousness i'm giving yes, suits right now that's
2: yeah and that's what i'm picking up on here even I'm me sorry. sitting in
0: i'm
1: sitting in chicago right now and i'm even like <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: well, know. you should put this on the loudspeakers because I'm, I'm i'm gonna pump their tires a little bit Fair um enough. Enough. the 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 return of taze and kirby doc is huge those are two very very good players uh Hello, Marc-Andre Fleury. Us Wild fans saw him a lot in the playoffs. And let me tell you what, he's still got some left in the tank. This is a hell Vezina of an winner. addition. Yeah. Hell of an addition to a team that are some talent. Um, just oh, as a quick yeah, aside, just Seth, as a quick aside. Added I added Seth Jones, too. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, have we, Doug, uh, you know, maybe we're just being dumb idiots, but, like, have we ever seen the reigning Vezina winner just get, like, punted away? for yeah. next to nothing before not to
1: my knowledge um you know the i mean but this is flurry's whole career right he, he yeah. got punted he got punted just away suspended. from the penguins too who did yep. who ditched him for for matt murray and, and how that worked weird. out i oh, dude, God, when they did, did that did i was like
2: matt murray for tristan jari how did that work <laughs> out just bad decisions. dude when that
1: when that matt murray thing went down and everyone was like oh yeah that was the right move for them i was like yo matt murray's not good like <laughs> you, what? Why are you guys like? Why, why are, are you, you okay with this? Why are you okay with this? Like he's not good. Yeah. So anyhow, but uh, not that I can think of. You know, for the Bruins example, no. you know, Br- Joe, Joe Thornton getting traded mid MVP season. Uh, that's the closest I can come up with. But yeah, you know, no. that no, was wild. Yeah. And and, so,
2: and not not only that, but they didn't get anything.
1: No, they and, got like they what, <laughs> a didn't
2: fifth get anything or some stupid. I don't. Yes, they did get someone. I, I keep forgetting because there are so many offseason trades where literally the team in, those didn't get a all damn went to thing Arizona. in return. That was they didn't get a single they did not get a single person back for any of those players. But more um, on the Blackhawks. Kane is still a star. They added Seth Jones. Taze and Doc coming back. Flurry obviously is a huge addition. And hey, we'll just add Tyler Johnson to help our depth a little bit. So the Blackhawks over 91 and a half points is a really, 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 you no. Know, I I could see it happening. It, I should have put it on my locks now that I'm thinking about it, but I just don't, I don't think a lot of people think the Blackhawks are going to be competitive this season because oh, they've sucked the last whatever amount of years, but I think they got a lot better and 91 points is not, I mean, I predicted them to be a top five team in the central and I feel like that's what it's going to have to be to get them there. So yeah. That's my first sleeper. My second sleeper is such a homer take. I don't even know why I did this, but plus 1,200, and it is the wild. (laughs) I know what this is. The wild to win the Western Conference. And you can call me a homer. I don't hate it. You can call me a homer. You can call me whatever. I just view this team as a team that did not decrease in talent. They still kept their top people. They added some, you know, younger core defensemen who we'll see how they turn out. But I have some high hopes for Kulikov and, ah, um, shit, Goligosky. blanking names on the Galagowski, uh, Yes, 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 yes. Kulikov and Galagoski. I really have high hopes for those two to slide into Susie and Suter's spot and produce fine. They'll be fine. Two solid goalies. You got Fiala. You're going to have Kaprizov. I don't want to hear it. I, he's not signed. I don't want to hear it. He's going to be there. Um, and as well as you, 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 really signed some people in the bottom six, too, like, uh,
0: Freddie Goudreau. Goudreau. Yeah.
2: Yes. Goudreau. And I'm blanking on another guy, but there, there's my point stands. This team didn't get worse. If anything, they got a little better. The rookies come in and they play to what they can. Really Solid team. And they played Vegas super hard in the playoffs last year, took them to seven games and, really didn't play their best hockey for games three through five, I'd say. Yeah. Three th- two through four, I was, actually, it was. Yeah, it was two, the three, exact and four. Were, they did okay. not play very good hockey, but they fought their way back. And that's a team that fucking has been Stanley Cup favorite for the last two years. So, I don't know. You won't have to play Vegas in the first round. You're going to get a solid first-round matchup against, you know, Blues, Dallas, Chicago, one of those teams I think we match up well. I, I, I like it. I like the, the odds. I like everything about it. I think plus 1200, why not throw it out? You're a wild fan, throw down a hundred bucks and try to win a grand.
0: Hell yeah, man. I can dig it. Yeah. Doug, what, uh, what sleepers do you have? All right. I've just
1: got a couple here. Um, I'll start with, cause I got to go back to my guy. Um, I've been really high on for a long time. Um, I got to pull up just so you see exactly what the odds are here. And this one's very far out there, so you know, don't make fun of me. Carter Hart, Katahat, Katahat, as he's called, Katahat, as he's called around Boston, um, thirty to one to win the Vezina. Oh um, fuck, dude, he's. I know it's re- like, trust me, this is like, if you want you want some sleepers? This is like a super sleeper. Like, yes, there are a lot of goalies that are probably that are maybe better than him um, ahead. There are guys who are on better team situations than him. The potential of Ka- of hat is unmatched, <laughs> and this and this Flyers team is. I think they they were just very very disappointing last year for who knows whatever reason. I, I think that they can be a lot better this year, and it's going to have to start with Kata in that He was he was dealing with a lot of injuries. Lot he was dealing with some injuries last year. I'm I'm willing to bet that he's over it. So I'm throwing just a little bit on uh, Kata, thirty to one to win the Vezina. Again, I know it's pretty out there. Cal Peterson, by the way, who I was talking about is also a 30 to one. So also kind of interesting. Um, And then I'll go with my own Homer pick. I can't, I can't, like I said, I, until I know the fate of Tuka Rask, I can't bet anything on the Bruins. So I'm going to hold off on that. But um, David Pasternak is 12 to one to be the top goal scorer in the league. Um, That is the fifth best odds right now. I'm in mean, Pasta
0: for the Rocket Richard.
1: Yeah, David Pasternak for the Rocket Richard trophy. He's also 12 to 1 to win the heart, but I am i don't know. I don't need to stake my whole life on that one. But to the very people forget that Pasternak, uh was tied for the, the, you know, he won the Rocket Richard two years ago yeah. and he was tied and he's tied for, he tied um, uh, OV for it last, you know, two years ago. Um, he was injured to start last year. I think that affected him a lot of this year. And you know, he's had some time to rest up. Um, I think that the line around him is always going to give him a big assist. So yeah, man, give me pasta 12 to one, uh, to win the rocket Richard.
0: I love it. I respect it. Um, I can dig it. Uh, so I've got, uh, I've got a couple of ones, uh, that I like as well. Um, I, I held my tongue when Zuch picked the, uh, the ABS to win the central at what was it like minus two, something 38 two thirty eight. Um, I this is my homer pick. Uh, I'm going to take the wild to win the central because I can get it at plus 625. Um, I do believe that the wild are the second best team uh, in the central. And I also believe that the wild are the deepest team in the central, at least in terms of like also having the top end talent. Um, So, you know, if we saw that like injuries don't really affect Colorado a ton, but like the season to an extent too. It, though it, I mean, it, they had it, to
2: battle back to win the division. It affected
0: them Vegas. in the sense of like, yeah, they they didn't win the division until the very last game, but like they yep. were still really good, but that was also in a condensed thing. I think if you're, 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 you're getting fewer of those opportunities to just kind of like get into that rhythm and you're missing more and more time. I think that uh, it's entirely possible that injuries could be, could be an issue, especially because, um, as much as I love him and I'm, I'm going to, uh, touch more on this in a second, uh, Darcy Kemper historically has a bit of an issue with staying healthy.
2: Um,
0: so, you know, if, if that's your, that's your number one, uh, goalie, then there's, there's a, there's a little bit of a risk involved when, uh, when it comes to, um, rolling with that, that being said, my other sleeper, uh, or one of my other sleepers, uh, is Darcy Kemper to win the Vesna at 13 to one. Um, I really like the odds. We, you know, I, I I feel confident that one or both of these, one, not both of these will hit. Like if if let's put it this way: Darcy Kemper is a very, very, very talented goalie. Um, he's better than Philip Grubauer. He's just a little bit less consistent because the milkman has a tendency to get hurt. Um, if he can stay healthy. And he just can minimize his workload, which I think is a thing that he'll be able to do in, uh, in Denver. I don't see why he couldn't be an elite level goalie that we've seen him be for short stints at a time. You know, we've seen it here in Minnesota. We saw it in Arizona. He's great if you can mitigate his workload. And I think Chicago, or, uh, Chicago Denver, Colorado is uh, going to be able to do just that. And then my last pick, um, just to kind of stay on brand with the podcast is the Toronto Maple Leaves to miss the second round of the playoffs? You can get it at plus twelve hundred somehow. They haven't done it in fucking 20 years, fuck and up. you can get twelve. You, to, you can get twelve to one odds that they will miss <laughs> the fucking second round. I love that. So you can you. That's 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 not just like saying like they'll i was oh blown God. away holy shit. i was that blown is, away yeah, that's insane 12 to 1 odds that's unbelievable because like they could miss the playoffs they could be a first round exit but anything short of a second round appearance or better and you get 12 to 1 uh on your money give me that all day of the week and twice on sunday holy Dude, I'd, shit
2: shit i'd be printing all the paper in washington county that's where I'm, I'm considering right now. taking out a my second God. mortgage on my house to yeah, place this bet I, unreal are you i mean think a 100 bucks wins you 1200 you throw a thousand on it that way you 12 (laughs) grand for basically something that hasn't happened and that's like okay the vikings are going to go to a super bowl (laughs) i'm throwing at my fucking house on that you know let me yeah let me let me bet that the
0: vikings uh, won't win the super bowl if you give me 12 to (laughs) 1 odds or 12 yeah i mean
2: won't make even won't make it's unbelievable
0: i have unbelievable
2: i I
0: get that they're incredible on paper and it's a weak Atlantic division. I have no idea how you get these odds. So yeah, that's, uh, that's going to kind of wrap this up and, and, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how, how everybody does. And, and, uh, Doug, we appreciate you, you hopping on here and, and, uh, and being a part of this hope, uh, hope you had a lovely time, my friend. Yeah, man. No, I had a great
1: time. Thank you guys for having me. This is, uh, It's a nice little, uh, primer for the hockey betting season. Uh, you know, it gets me in the, in the right mindset to start talking about this stuff. And, you know, hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's been helpful. Hopefully it's been, you know, not just ramblings that people have been listening to. So yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was great having you before we let you go. Um, and before we let you plug away at whatever you want to plug, uh, we, uh, we first have, uh, we first have to ask you the same question that we ask every question uh, to our guests right before they leave Doug Greenberg what is your wild take
1: all right and you said it doesn't have to be about the wild
0: no it just has to be a take that is wild whether it's about the wild or whatever
1: however right. you choose to interpret well, that what, what I will say too is I did like your take about and I was thinking about doing this for the show but I do like your take about the wild winning the division um I really I really do because I, I think the abs are great um I'm I've always been a little bit down on them but You know, I don't need to expand on it anymore. I do like the wild to win the division, you know, to some extent, but my wild take is you've probably noticed a trend in the last three years in the Stanley cup finals, there has been an interim head coach in the Stanley cup finals for the last three seasons in a row. And I don't, and I think that the first year it was just coincidence, right? Like that was, um, you know, Craig Berube taking the taking the Blues all the way and beating the Bruins in the finals. But we don't have right. to talk about that, um, <laughs> you know. And and then the next, but then the next year, like it happened again, and people were like, okay, well, this is a little weird. Um, it seems Wait, was that work. the year
0: that, um, uh, uh... that was Rick
1: Bonus? Oh, with the with the with the Stars. I so, don't, yeah, I forgot that he yeah. was the
0: interim. That's right. Right.
1: So right. So Rick Bonus was the was the interim that year, and then last year was um you know the guy uh, Ducharme is that what it was from Dominic the, Ducharme uh, yeah or yeah from the right Dominic Ducharme from the Canadians yeah. and firing coaches mid season has become it seems to be very in vogue now right <laughs> so I think this what you Pete do. DeVore. So I think what you do this season, if you're looking for a good like midseason future to take, look for a team that's very, very talented on paper. And when they start underperforming and they fire their head coach, throw a future on them to make the Stanley Cup final. And because, you know, it's happened the last three years in a row. And I think I'm starting to think it's not just a coincidence that it happened three years in a row. I'm starting to think that it's by design. I think that front offices are starting to not, you know they're, they're just starting not to accept this concept that uh, head coaches, you know, they, they, it's a, you know, it's a carousel, right? So I think that, you know, if you see a good team that starts to underperform, they fire their head coach, throw that future on them to win, to win. I I won't say to win the Stanley cup. I'll say to uh, win their conference. And that is my wild take.
0: I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, 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 totally forgot the rick bonus was a interim uh in that star season yep
1: great yeah, job exactly yeah Good, so, uh, you know I, that was the thing i was literally just doing a little bit of research yesterday and i was like oh this is very weird that they're you know all three of the last in last three stanley cup finals there was an interim head coach in all three of them yeah so huh. yeah wouldn't be surprised sometimes the the team you know. just needs a shake sometimes the team just needs a shake up in the middle of the season you know
0: ah, awesome well hey um Appreciate that tidbit. That uh, really very, very much appreciate that. We also yeah. appreciate you hopping on the wild takes podcast. Doug, what do you got to plug?
1: I got to plug uh, the, uh, the rundown, obviously yeah. uh, it's part of the front, front office sports. Oh, well, technically the company is now called FOS. Um, so FOS company uh, we have a bunch of really awesome newsletters. If you're into the business of sports, that's front office sports. Um, If you're into, you know, just a kind of like a general sports uh, one with a little bit more emphasis on like player contracts and stuff. That's a sports section written by Chris Cook, who's a uh, Chicago guy, the association for the NBA. uh, We've got uh, FOS College, which is a really, really great read, especially with NIL. Um, That's been a really big emphasis. And then, of course, we got the rundown Uh, sports betting, uh, uh, sports betting newsletter. We have a lot of fun with it, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm all about entertaining first and winning money at the same time and, and just having a good time while we do it. So, um, you know, you can go to gorundown.com. that is how you subscribe to that, that, that bad boy. Um, and also the uh, bet on the cross show. We actually just recorded our preview for the PLL championship this upcoming Sunday, that episode, I think I actually just got a text from my producer saying something about it, but hopefully that episode will be dropping uh, like tomorrow. I mean, it'll definitely drop before, the PLL championship. So take a listen. If you guys want, if you guys want to hear our takes on, um, you know, the PLL championship, watch the PLL championship and yeah, uh, that's, I think that's everything I got to plug. Love it. Appreciate you brother.
0: Thanks for uh, for coming on, gracing it and uh, great takes. Good, uh, good luck to you. And uh, yeah, may the odds be ever in your favor.
1: (laughs) Thank you, man. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me.
0: All right, so big thanks to Doug. Really appreciate him coming on. And uh, as we're wrapping up the show, Zooch, I just got one question for you. What's your wild take, buddy?
2: All right. Uh, My wild take this week is actually a Viking take because it's football season and our uh, our purple purple team didn't do the best on this Sunday, but we did the best in the NFC North, and we're sitting in first place at 0-1 above all the other shit stains we got blown out by, you know, 20 plus minus the Lions who scored two touchdowns in the final minute. Somehow, <laughs> whatever that was, that was random, but um my prediction is or my prediction, my wild take is the Vikings beat the Cardinals this weekend. And the only reason I say that is because it went to be so Minnesotan. They come out first game, everyone's got them locked in. Vikings are one to know. It's over. This is, you know, one to know team. Well, they didn't win. They're 0-1. Now they play a team who just shit stomped a very good Tennessee team. We have to roll into Glendale, Arizona. (laughs) We have to play them at home. And fuck it. The Vikings somehow pull out the win because that's just what they do. They surprise us. It's never not a surprise. And you know what? I'm going to take it a step higher, and I bet they win by (laughs) 10-plus. Just because it's, it's on brand, dude. I can see Delvin going off for a buck twenty and two TDs. I can see Kirk going off for three hundred plus. Jefferson, I mean, dude, this team, if they give, don't give, start uh, off give first and twenty like two picks. Yeah. If they don't start off going first and twenty and get 18 penalties, they beat the Bengals. I don't want to hear your fucking shitty takes tell me they want to. They would have if they didn't start off first and fucking twenty-five every single drive of that game. They win the game. The defense put them in a good position, they're going to do you proud. So that's my prediction. I think the Vikes go into Glendale and beat Arizona by 10 plus. I'll say, I dig it.
0: Uh, I will definitely be pulling for a Vikings, uh, a massive dub. Um, especially after how good Arizona looked. Uh, I'm uh, less than optimistic, but god damn it, I'm right. rooting for it anyway. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not ready to throw the towel in the season. So fuck. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Skull Vikes, man. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> wild take is, um, is hockey related. Um, it's maybe not the, the most bold take that I've, uh, I've ever, uh, had, uh, on this podcast, but it is probably the most boldy take I've ever had. Um, <laughs> I, predict that the wild will um have two different rookies that will get votes for the calder trophy um i yeah obviously i'm referring to matt boldy and marco rossi um but i i really do think um just from the limited things that we've seen so far i think that uh rossi and boldy are both the real deal um they're gonna be just fucking awesome And, uh, as, as we learned last year, um, a bunch of guys can get votes. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say at least two wild rookies will get, uh, will get some, uh, some love from the Calder voters. And, uh, and with that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the wild takes podcast. We thank you very much for listening, uh, whenever and wherever, uh, you are listening and, uh, please go ahead and go. Give us uh, a subscription um, and uh, give us a rating. Give us uh, five stars because, you know, we asked you nicely. Um, please, let's rock and God roll. Go check brothers. out Go check out everything at, <laughs> uh, at 10K Takes, specifically uh, all of our, our Vikings-related content as we uh, get into the football season, which, uh, yeah. Uh, Zuch, and new a-
2: merch. And new merch. We
0: got some That's merch true. coming in. That's we got some little... new merch, and it's going to be great. Uh, also, um, Zuch and I had talked about it a little bit more uh, as the the hockey season specifically comes uh, more into play. We are going to be doing a uh, a betting uh, partnership, uh, an expansion on our betting partnership with BetterEdge.com. Um So just be on the lookout the whole for competitions. That. We're going to have some competitions. The if you think like, oh, I listen to this podcast every week and these fucking dimwits, uh, don't know what they're talking about. Uh, well, put your money where your mouth is and let's go head to head. Um, yep. so we're, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and come out with a great partnership on that. Uh, so just be on the lookout for more of that. And, um, yeah, once more appreciate you, uh, appreciate you listening and we'll see you next time.